0: Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am your host, Chad Newman. We have been counting down every single division in the NFL, which teams have improved, which teams haven't since the offseason, figuring out what the betting opportunities are, Super Bowl, conference, division, totals. We're finally on our last division. We are doing the AFC West today. I am going to bring in professional better. My co-host of the podcast, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, Mr. Simon Hunter made it to the end, buddy next week. And I already got a list next week. We start talking real games, real picks.
1: Chad. I really can't believe we made it, buddy. It feels like just yesterday, the season was ending, and you were like, hey, you want to go do two shows a week? And I was like, I don't know about that, but we did it. I somehow made it every show, too, which is shocking to me. Because um, people don't know this, I'm very flaky. And I feel like you've helped me get rid of that uh, quality in myself, where it's like I used to always just wake up every day and be like, oh, great. I have nothing to do today. Instead, I had this podcast, and uh, – no, Listen, Chad.
0: I, dude, dude. As I wrote in your mid-year review, because you are now a professional and you have a full-time job, your acclimation to employee and part of a company, you might be the most professional person we have working on our podcast team. <laughs> I
1: don't know if that's saying much, but yeah, I feel like I'm definitely this people where if I do something, life, I work my ass off towards it. Um, so hopefully I don't lose that as I get older. I, I clearly still have it going, but it, that's funny. You feel that way. Cause I was so nervous going in I was like, I really hope I don't fucking let this guy Chad down because I am so flaky. So that's hilarious to hear you say that. I guess, uh, I guess I've grown up a little bit.
0: You've grown up a little bit just in the past few months. Um, <laughs> I feel like, so yesterday, uh, I want to get to the, to the AFC West. I do. Uh, but I need to engage our audience for a second because yesterday, a buddy of mine called me and he said he was listening to the podcast. And uh, he definitely is not a guy who has listened to the podcast sort of either in any of the iterations when it was behind the bets on ESPN, which we started in 2010 or in its new form as the favorites. No, I'm not angry about it. I'm just saying like, he's a guy who's like just figuring out the space. He's got hey, He's a exact, casual listener. Casual listener, just getting used to it, right? And so he mentioned like, He's like, dude, it's kind of annoying when you sort of make an emphasis on the way you say compadre and my companion. And I'm like, dude, it's a throwback to something that's been on the podcast for a while because we used to talk about Eastbound and Down and there used to be these audio throws to him saying, be my companion when we're talking about certain bets, like go in with me. He goes, oh, I had no idea.
2: I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest. All right. Now be my companion. I need you to make me help them be jealous of me.
0: Later on that day, it made me realize not everybody has listened to the show either for me for the past 10 years or you and me together for the past two years.
1: That's why you're uh, one's favorite narcissist, Chad.
0: I know. Right. <laughs> and so, and then Matt Mitchell, please come on, read the review that you read to me yesterday, which it kind of just made me feel bad, but go ahead and read it anyways.
2: We received a review on Apple Podcasts from brainworm at pseudomail.com, which was three stars right in the middle. Appreciate you reaching out. And the review's title is, it's one of these where a clear shot at Simon Hunter's uh, verbal tech. And the review <clears throat> states, Simon gives out good info. Not a Thank huge you. fan of Chad. Not very funny and kind of irritating. I do want to let Brainworm at pseudomail.com. know. I appreciate the review. If you email podcasts at actionnetwork.com, I'll send you a prize.
0: We're going to give this guy a prize for being mean to me and giving us a middling review? Yep. Well, listen, um, I do think it speaks to the fact that sometimes we have to step back, remind ourselves that not everybody, our audience is getting bigger. Our audience is changing over the years. It's not the same group of people that are always emailing us, that we communicate with sort of our loyal listeners. There are new people coming in all the time. We should probably explain like a little bit. I think we should do this, especially because now we're with the volume podcast network. The herd is a massive brand for radio. I mean, Colin Cowherd, not the herd. And so um, I feel like we need to explain. I'm Chad Melman, I'm the Chief Content Officer at the Action Network. I started a betting podcast in my old days at ESPN called Behind the Bets. And I had done that because I had been covering the sports betting world for 10 years before that. And uh, we are part of the Action Network and I'm the Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. I helped launch the Action Network in 2017, 2018. And we focus on covering the sports betting world, analysis, data, research, Stories online that can help you make decisions about who you want to bet on, understanding how to bet, education in states where it's legal. Where can you bet? What can you do to make bets? Can you bet online? Do You have to go to a casino, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's who we are. Simon Hunter is my co-host. He's been doing it with me for three years.
1: I can give my accolades, Chad. Chad. How long have you been giving out five picks on this show here?
0: Probably forever. How long, how long have I had a show?
1: So Chad just said he's been giving out five picks forever on this show. Chad hired me last year to work full time. Okay. Full time one year ago, Chad made the money for the first time in his life after hiring me one year ago. So if you need to know how good I am again, Chad did the show forever, never made the money. He hired me one year ago to do this show full time. He made the money in one year. So I think that uh, that's all you need to hear about my accolades.
0: Simon Hunter is a professional better who's very humble and <laughs> um, uh, and he has been doing this forever and does it very well. And just through the gift of the gods, he reached out to me on Twitter uh, a couple of years ago. I responded because I respond to everybody. And um, we ended up having a great conversation. It was one of those things in 10 minutes. I knew the guy was a guy who'd be great to work with. Uh, literally, that's how long it took for me to say, you know what? just come on the podcast. I honestly, like (laughs) honest to God. And so, you know, Simon, Matt Mitchell, producer, Matt Mitchell, I feel like we probably need to do some kind of intro to remind people we'll incorporate that in whatever we're doing over the next few weeks. Cause the volume brings a different audience. It brings a bigger audience. There's new people getting used to us all the time. And so I don't want people to think I'm annoying just, you know, outside of the fact that I'm
2: annoying. I think that's a great idea because reviews like this, Chad, they inspire because I was told by a very smart guy, feedback is a gift.
0: Feedback is a gift. That guy also might be very irritating as a podcast
2: host. A lot of respect, though. He's been doing it for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently Brainworm isn't a fan, but that's cool. Let's give him some fucking presents.
2: You know how hard it is to get people to write a review? I'm just happy he took the time.
0: That's true. If someone else wants to write a review, we will send you a present. Write us a review. We'll send you a present. Simon wants to say something.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I can get some reviews for you guys if you really want them. Okay. Go to Apple Podcasts. The best, funniest, five-star review. I will give you one of my four big bets of the year for free on Twitter. So again, I want the funniest, biggest, best review of the next two weeks. We'll we'll do it at the beginning of week two uh we'll select a winner i will personally give you not a lock okay any bet can lose but i'm gonna give you a play that i'm feeling pretty pretty good about so it could be week three week four or the end of the year i never know i'm gonna make these bets but i promise you you will get one of those bets
0: that by the way that's like a massive massive gift right there hey, hey.
1: i did it last year for a fan and it worked out where it was funny shit i gave him the pick and he goes are you sure like, I don't fucking question this pick. Just bet it. Don't don't question these picks. <laughs> just, that's why I love people.
0: Don't challenge me. I'm giving you a fucking gift. It's like Brad Durham. It's yeah. like Bill Durham. I give you a gift, and you show up. My picture.
2: <laughs> Classic.
0: <laughs> Simon. All right,
2: Simon. Simon. How many stars should that review be? Five stars. There we go. Five stars. Yeah, yeah. Five stars.
0: All right, here we go. I don't know what Simon's doing right now. Uh, he's uh, my England flag Got fell. Got it. Got it. A ghost
1: came in. That, that might have been a sign.
0: Seriously. It's, the, it's Hurricane Ida. <laughs> um, we're talking about the AFC West today. And I'm glad we saved this one for last because it's so challenging. Obviously, Kansas City, odds on favorite, two in everything, five to one to win the Super Bowl, shortest odds, uh, plus 250 to win the conference. Shortest odds, minus 250 to win the division. Like you're, like easily the shortest odds of any, I don't even know how to say shortest odds for a minus 250 um, to win the division. And then their season win total is 12, highest in the NFL. Before we get to the Chargers, who I think are the most interesting team in the NFL, um, and I think it's a bummer they're in this division with Kansas City, break down the, char- the uh, Chiefs for me.
1: Another hot take of mine, Chat is this, to me, is the best division in football. A lot of people think, like you, think it's an NFC West.
2: Yeah, you're I wrong. actually think it's this division.
1: I just I have way more respect for Derek Carr than I think most fans do. I, I just view him different than – everyone views him as just a terrible quarterback that can't really do much, where it's like, no, this guy's actually pretty good. He just hasn't had a good defense ever since his coach traded away Khalil Mack. So it, it's one of those where when they got Herbert – and, you know, Teddy Bridgewater now, Derek Carr. It's it's a tougher division that Mahomes has gone against the last two years where, you know, Denver didn't have a quarterback and the Chargers had a broken down in Phillip River. So it, it's definitely interesting when you see the win total for the Chiefs. Would you say it was 12 and a half now?
0: 12 at, at FanDuel.
1: 12 at FanDuel. So that's come down a little bit where I think a lot of the um, professionals are looking at the data of this team won 14 games last year. Uh, the history of the NFL. Teams that win 14 games and then their win total is over 12 the following year, it is not good. I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm, I'm almost positive. It's like, man, I would have to look to see the last thing to do. I think it was a Patriots. I think it was like 10 years ago, a team that won 14 wins that was able to cover the next year's season win total. So the thing with uh, the Chiefs, I feel like people need to take a step back and look at, we know that this team – had injuries. Okay. That happened in the Super Bowl. We saw what happened. They could not block from a home, so they got dominated. So the Chiefs have done the thing now where they've gotten rid of all these offensive linemen. They have a bunch of new starters coming in. And we saw Andy Reid, he played these starters the first preseason game, the second preseason game, and the third preseason game because he said himself the offense did not look right. He wanted them to get into a little bit of a groove. And I think it was a lot to do with the offensive line. He wanted this offensive line to kind of get it together. So I remember saying earlier in the year I wouldn't take this under because I just hate going against Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team. But as this offseason has gone along and I've really looked at this division, I've said to myself, you know what? It kind of felt like everything really did go right for them last year. And they're kind of one of these teams where – you could say with every team I get that, but it does feel like one of these things where without Watkins, without a couple of these guys, these backups, if they lose Tyreek Hill, if they lose Travis Kelsey – it's kind of scary to think what this offense could be like. And I could see them dropping a couple of games along the way. So I've kind of turned a corner here where I really thought the Chiefs were kind of this lock, this team that I got why everyone's all in on them. They're going to make it back to the Super Bowl to go in the other way where it's like this might actually be a down year for the Chiefs, and I'm going to try to take advantage of that. So I'm not telling you to bet it because it's not one of my favorite bets, but if you're leaning which way to go, the over, the under, if you're picking a win total here, I definitely like the under here for the Chiefs win the fact that it's down to 12, I would shop around, but that's, that's a fair line by FanDuel, but you might still be able to find 12 and a half out there.
0: So you mentioned the offensive line. They lost Eric Fisher. They lost Mitchell Schwartz. Um, They've added Orlando Brown. New center. You know, they've, they've added players to the offensive line. If you feel like, they're playing the offensive line a lot. Handicap for me. How long in your experience does it take an offensive line that is full of talent? So it's not like it's lacking talent. An offensive line like this to gel. When do you sort of think about here's when I can be seeing opportunities to bet against the Chiefs?
1: They actually did look, they did improve each game. Um, I think they're keeping 10 offensive linemen. I, I saw something like that, that they kept 10 to the starting roster, which is pretty insane. Um, I don't know. It's just fear. Like they traded, they, they traded for the Eagles for a guy who, I mean, he's not even was going to make our practice squad. Um, a lot of, the, there's just a lot of different red flags towards the chiefs. Um, again, I'm not trying to be so down on them because I'm with everyone. Mahomes is unbelievable, all these things. But we just say time and time again, like, I don't know, just think that they're gonna go to three straight Super Bowls. That's pretty rare, especially in this day And just looking again at that division, it's just like, I don't know if it's gonna be that easy for them to get the one seed again, which is they've they've been the one or two seed the last uh two times they've gone to Super Bowl. So I, I think people need to understand this offensive line stuff, it's it's more about them being in, you know, in like they don't know where each other are at and then knowing what Holmes is going to do. Cause we've seen it with Mahomes. Mahomes, he can make plays. That's why I don't want to put too much into the offensive line because Mahomes, we've seen it time and time again. He can get outside the pocket and make different plays. But I don't want to belittle the fact that the guys you just named are all pros. Like he's losing all pro left tackle. Again, a new center. There's just a lot of different things where it's like, okay. I can see why the professionals have come in and bet this under because there are a lot of things they making you pause. And again, when I look at this division and how good it's going to be and the first-place schedule they're going to play, you, you have to bet this under. Just statistically, in, on, based on the math, you have to take this under just because that's how hard it is for teams that year in and year out to break, go the, over their total win total.
0: The Chargers, meanwhile, because I'm going to skip over Chiefs Super Bowl division and conference really because – what Are you gonna do? You're not gonna bet him five to one, and you're not gonna get him bet him at plus two fifty. And yeah.
1: like you said, there's new people to the show. I'm my job is literally to find value for Chad, and we talked about this two years ago. They were four and four when Mahomes got hurt two years ago, the year they won the Super Bowl. And I told Chad, hey, there's some good value right now in the Chiefs because people are down on them because Mahomes is hurt. They got all the way up to 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl that year. So right now their odds aren't that good, but all we need is maybe an injury, a couple losing streaks. And we're going to be able to double those odds to win a Super Bowl. So, again, please, anything shorter than 12 to 1, don't waste your money on betting right now in any of these Super Bowl futures. You want to just try to play and find value later on in the season.
0: All right. Well, that's great advice. We talked a lot about this with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, where as soon as free agency conversation began last year, you and a lot of people at Action Network started betting on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 50 to 1. And continue to bet them as it went down, down, down. And then they got Tom Brady. Um, so value, value, value combined with knowledge, combined with information, combined with sort of trying to put pieces together. That's how you make good decisions about value on future odds. The Chargers are one of those teams where I have bet them at 33 to one, a little bit longer actually, to win the Super Bowl. I have bet them at nine, I bet them over nine for their season win total. They're at sixteen to one to win the conference, plus four fifty to win the division. How do you handicap a team like this when they're in the conference with the Chiefs?
1: We love them. Uh, it's classic. Um, again, people are—you're going to hear me say this all the time, but it's just—we've just seen it time and time again—the second-year jump. So we have a guy in Justin Herbert that we both believe in. He looked incredible as a rookie. And now we're making bets that he's going to take another step in his second year. So we already think he's a pretty good guy. Now we think he's going to go jump into the top five, maybe top three quarterbacks in the whole league. And that's what these kind of value bets are for. So like you just said, we had longer odds. You, you could have got them at 40 to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, shop around because that number still might be out there. But now they're down to 33 to one on FanDuel. It's, it feels like a perfect storm of uh, a team here where I love that they got a defensive-minded coach from the Rams. He's actually one of the favorites for Coach of the Year, which is kind of interesting that people have bet that up. They brought over Lombardi from the Saints to run the offense, so we should see more stuff that the Saints ran, which, again, you can say whatever you want. I love Sean Payton. I love that this guy's is bringing that same offensive style from that team to this Chargers team. I, I love teams that are just built stars and scrubs, and that's the team we have here. So – we have a team that's thought. we talk all the time, rookie contract is one of the most important things for this Super Bowl stuff. You're looking for a, a quarterback that's being paid cheap, that has high talent, that a team can use that money to make the team around him better. And when I look at this team, they're truly a star and scrub team. They have no depth at all in their D-line, no real depth at all at the, D, at the linebacker position, and no depth at all at the cornerback position. But their starters are incredible. And people know the names. Everyone knows Bosa. Everyone knows Darwin James. I love this kid, Asante Samuel uh, Jr., which a piece will be coming out either this week or next week about my long shots. He's at 41 to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I love this kid, Asante Samuel Jr. He's the cornerback for the, um, the San Diego Chargers. I mean, the L.A. Chargers. It was like a perfect storm where they drafted right. They had got a great defense. They have a great offensive line. They have Eckler, they have Keenan Allen, they got Williams, the receiver. All these pieces are here for this pretty much this year. This is it. A lot of these guys are gonna be leaving after this year because they're gonna need to get paid. So, to me, all the signs point to the Chargers being a value in this division. Where if you want to bet them to win the division, I love it. If you want to bet them with the Super Bowl, I love it. It's also one of these where if you want to wait until after week one, I love that too because. Me and Chad are going to be talking next week. We're going to be betting Washington. Washington playing the Chargers at home next week. That feels like a little bit of a trap game here for Justin Herbert. Going on the road, first game of the year, going across country. Feels like a little bit of a trap. So as much as I'm glowing them up, talking them up right now, I'm fine with waiting on a week for the Chargers. If you want to wait until next week, try to play, you know, a little bit of a gamble here. You might be able to get 45-1 to one if you just wait a week because they might start 0-1 and people are going to be like, all right, same old Chargers and move on. So – I'm trying to think ahead and trying to find better value. So for me, if you already feel like you missed the value on the Chargers, just wait a week. You might be able to find better value.
0: I will remind people that starting next week, uh, we will twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, be posting, uh, be, be, uh, posting the podcast and be going through our picks that we will put in on Sunday that are five best picks. We'll start off on Tuesday. On Thursday, we'll update based on line moves that had happened over the previous 48 hours. We are already looking at a disgusting group of picks of what we like uh, beginning on Tuesday. And a reminder, I'll be going over all this with Cowherd on his podcast that we'll post on Fridays, um, comparing our picks to what his picks are, reminding him how we are so much smarter when we decide we are choosing five picks from – this group of road underdogs so far Colts home underdogs, home underdogs, underdogs. Colts, Washington football team, Houston, Texans, Cincinnati, Detroit, the giants and the Raiders. And by the way, that's not, that's just the beginning of the conversation. It's very possible. We have more disgusting picks in there uh, in the weeks to come, but um, that's why you say we might be looking at, at fading the Los Angeles chargers. Next week, I love this team. Love this team. The coach is Brandon Staley, by the way. Um, I love it for all the reasons you just said. Uh, and I think that their defense, while lacking in depth, gets better by the addition of players like James, who missed the entire year last year and was an all-pro safety the year before. Like, if they can stay healthy, if they miraculously get sort of – some good luck in that in that in that spot this isn't this is a talented talented team and it's very possible at the end of the year 17 game season when they're playing the chiefs that the division title is on the line
1: love it and i just they also you can look at the data no team plays the chiefs harder i think the chiefs beat them by three points in herbert's first official start at home last that's year right.
0: that's right and
1: then the Chiefs obviously sat starters in the year last year so the, the Chargers beat them that's kind of a throwaway but in a game that they both played for real the, the the Chiefs barely squeaked by so again it's another reason why I like their long shot odds in the Super Bowl because if they play the Chiefs in the playoffs again that's the third time they've seen them if any team knows the weaknesses of the Chiefs to anyone better than them I would like to hear what those teams are because I don't believe it. I think it's one of those things where divisional teams they know these teams better than anyone else so it's just great value if you really believe in this Chargers team
0: well look you mentioned Brandon Staley and you mentioned you liked it because you know he's a defensive coach I actually thought it was a really interesting choice to bring him in uh from the from the Rams where he coached a defense that played so incredibly well and really changed the personality of that team from what they had been just two years prior um I thought it was a mistake to bring in a guy like that because you really wanted someone who could continue to mold and shape the offense and Justin Herbert, because he does seem to have so much talent and was preternaturally mature last year as a quarterback, but more importantly, whether it was offense or defense, the fact they were able to get rid of Anthony Lynn and we did not talk about as, as, as sort of as unlucky as the Chargers were last year, they were unlucky partially because Anthony Leon made so many bad decisions and put them in so many bad spots as far as his clock management and at the end of the games.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be sh- I don't want to be too hard on him because yeah, everyone knows this guy. He was a player's people say it all the time, he was a player's coach. Um, and that failed him in many ways last year. Like he just did stupid things constantly. And again, I want to shit on him as all I all I want to, but. We saw with Marty Shaw and I, I mean, how many years ago was that? That they, they they just have not. The Chargers have had bad luck. It feels like Chad my whole life. Like they literally had prime Philip Rivers, prime Ladanian Tomlinson, and prime Antonio Gates. I don't think they ever made it out of the second round of the playoffs. So I, I just think that if anything's gonna break all this crap open, it, it's this team here because they just again. You talked about that Rams defense. It's the same exact kind of defense. It's stars and scrubs kind of defense. They don't have as much depth as uh, the Rams did at D-line, but I, I just, all these things feel like it's lining up perfectly for this Chargers team.
0: Well, look, you nailed it. As a reminder, I'm not just an annoying host. I've been covering the sports betting world for many, many years. And I can tell our listeners that when North Turner was the coach of the then San Diego Chargers, there were two coaches in the NFL that wise guys believed had an impact on the game positively or negatively and incorporated that into their handicap, into their power ratings. Bill Belichick positively was worth about a point. North Turner negatively was worth about a point. That's how bad people thought North Turner was, is that they were downgrading the Chargers only based on him. There are no other coaches that are going to make that much of a difference that handicappers, that professional betters like Simon are actually accounting for their decision-making in their handicap.
1: You want to hear my number one is Mm -hmm. Romeo Cornell. I thought anytime that that guy was coaching, I had to fade him right away. And then slowly Adam Gay started to pass him um, as one of these guys. I love to fade. So I'm right there with you. There's just certain coaches that no matter what you grade them at a negative,
0: but you grade them at a negative, but are there coaches right now in the NFL where, when you are doing your power ratings, you add or subtract points because of them, or that's just sort of, you know, if they're coaching on the sideline instinctively, you got an edge.
1: No. And I I tell you all the time, I, my, to me in football, the most important position is quarterback for the number, for how much you grade out to a team. The second one is a head coach. It's, it never happens. Bad coaches never win super bowls. It just does not happen in this, in this day and age anymore. Like you can think a guy is an idiot, but maybe he's great with people. He's just not a good head coach. Like, People always say, what the, hell does, what the hell does Tomlin do for the Pittsburgh Steelers? We talk about the time, Chad, the guy's never had a losing season. The man has never been below 500 his entire time in Pittsburgh. Let the greatest of all time look at your work. You don't need to be a great offensive mind. You don't need to be a great, great defensive mind. All these guys can bring different things to the table with these different t- style of coaches. Like, th- it all depends on what kind of guys they are. So for me, going into this season, I would say the two lowest coaches I have greater right now It's Kingsbury and Zach Taylor. These are two guys I will be fading a lot this upcoming season. So definitely something to keep in mind when you're betting these different teams.
0: Well, please refer to the last episode of the podcast for our rant and rave on Cliff Kingsbury from producer Matt Mitchell. And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. College football is back and FanDuel Sportsbook is making week one even more exciting. Right now, all customers get a risk-free bet on any week one game. That's right. Place any week one bet and get a refund in-site credit if you don't win. To get you started this week, I'm taking the advice of our Big Bets on Campus podcast and going with UTSA plus four and a half against Illinois as my week one risk-free bet. But offers like this are just one of the many reasons I love betting college football on FanDuel. They're the number one rated sportsbook app in America with easy and fast payouts when I win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES to place your risk-free bet today. That's promo code FAVORITES. You must be 21 or over and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. Must wager in designated offer market. $10, first deposit required, $150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, New Jersey, or Virginia. 1-800-9 with it in Indiana or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In West Virginia, let's get back to the show. All right. You and I had talked about this earlier in the year. Teddy Bridgewater goes to the Broncos. Um, Drew Locke had been the quarterback there. We had made a lot of bets on the Broncos last year. We lived and died by Drew Locke. And at the very end of the year, it paid off for us. But mostly, uh, it might have cost us from going 24th in the uh, the Pick'em Contest. He we were in. top 10. Yeah. It definitely yeah. lost, probably lost us tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, Broncos 50 to one, 22 to one in the conference, 50 to one Super Bowl, 22 conference, six to one division, seven and a half season win total. I got to bet the over on this because of Teddy Bridgewater. I feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves as a guy who can manage it. And their talent is just much better. Talk about getting better by in, by injured guys coming back. Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy proved he can be an all-world receiver. Von Miller comes back, right? Like this is a team that gets stronger just by having the players they normally have on the field.
1: Don't do it, Chad. Don't do it. Everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. Don't be one of those people drinking the Denver Kool-Aid. Teddy covers.
0: Teddy covers.
1: We did a uh, fantasy draft. People were talking about how they moved up um, Denver players last night because Teddy Bridgewater was a starting quarterback. As if this guy didn't just throw 15 touchdowns last year. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here? It's like, I get it. Teddy Bridgewater is Alex Smith. Uh, they're pretty much the same exact kind of NFL player. Where it's like, they're not going to kill you, but they're also not setting the world on fire. Which again, that could be really beneficial to Denver. But to me, he's not one of these guys that, again, he covers. I'm with you on that. He he is he is great at covering. He's just not consistent. And that's what I need in the NFL. I need someone to be consistent. I need someone to be healthy. And two things, he's not that great at it, is being healthy and being consistent. So, I mean, it feels like Teddy's been in the NFL now for seven, six, seven years. And I think he's only played three full seasons. He's never thrown for more than 15 touchdowns in those three seasons. Um, that's pretty alarming. I get it. he can He's a mobile quarterback. But, again, I think Herbert threw 27 touchdowns last year in his rookie year. What are we talking about here? So that's... That's the hardest part here is, like, I got to be that guy to come here and kind of smack down the good vibes. I'm with you. Denver has incredible talent. I love that they picked Teddy over Drew Locke. Uh, That was definitely the smart move by them. But it doesn't do enough for me. It kind of feels like that's one of the things where they're just treading water until next year where they can get Aaron Rodgers. It it feels like one of those teams that even they don't believe they really have a chance this year. So, for me, I'm just not putting any stake into Denver. But next year, Super Bowl futures – that's something I'm hitting in February. Keep this in mind, Denver. They're going to be like 40 to one next year. Hit that before they get Rogers.
0: You're already planning. I love that. It's like, this <laughs> is how you get in early, right? This yeah. is, this is like, you're, you're the Broncos are next year's crypto punk. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: It's pretty much out. That's honestly how I look at this stuff where it's like, I might not love them right now, but like next year, I'm already thinking about what they could have.
0: So today there was a story that, uh, Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, is building a 15,000 square foot house in the suburbs of Nevada that is meant to replicate the Raiders training facility, both of which look a little bit like some futuristic Death Star Darth Vader headquarters. All I could think was people and their money. That's it why else do you do that? Why else do you spend $14 million unless it's just like, I got too much, I don't have to do with it.
1: Not even that. Can you imagine building a house that's all black in the middle of a desert? Again, I don't know. how. What is uh, What do you think is AC bill is? It has to be like a couple 10 grand, maybe 20 grand a month with a whole house that's black.
0: And yet the guy refuses to spend on a haircut. Yep. I mean, come on. Or... Refuses to stop his coach that he overpays because he was really good as an announcer on Monday Night Football from trading the single best player on his team named Khalil Mack, who he is now desperate to get back because he realizes, oh, shit, the rest of my team is pretty good. And as you point out, Simon, Derek Carr isn't that bad either. And if he only had somebody who could stop somebody on the defensive side of the ball, they might have a shot to make the playoffs in their division. Explain your Derek Carr uh, love right now.
1: And, again, that's why, like, I try not to shit on Gruden too much because he still got it in some ways. Like, he, I watch film. He'll run plays that were ran in the 70s and 80s, which, again, we can laugh about, oh, look at these old-ass plays he's running. They work because defenses have no idea. They've never seen him before. And he does little things like that that I love. And, again, we can talk about how good he is at a scout talent. His defense is trash. Okay, him and Madoc cannot draft defensive players. If their life's dependent on it, I'm with you on that. Okay. They're terrible at drafting defensive players. There's also a team that picked up Waller who turned out to be an absolute stud when Baltimore got rid of him. They drafted Hunter Renfro, who I think is a really good slot receiver. And they got him late too. Their offense is actually pretty good. They got a lot of pieces there that are pretty dang good. And like you just said, that Khalil Mack thing, it didn't make sense because they, they traded him for three, three draft picks none of those draft picks have worked out or even come close to being the player Khalil Mack is. And that's what I think he kind of got a little lesson in where it's like he thought he was going to come in, you know, make big changes, get a lot of draft capital, was able to find talent in the different positions, but it just does not work that way. So when I'm looking at this team, I'm not here to say that, yeah, they're going to win this division. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm here to talk about the different things you can find value in. Derek Carr right now, Again, we have an article coming out either this week or next week with my favorite long shots. He's 38-1 to to lead the league in passing yards. I kind of like that value. Derek Carr plays an indoor for Las Vegas for half his games. And then on the road, a lot of these teams he's playing against don't have that great of defenses, and they're playing a last-place schedule as well. So I'm not saying Derek Carr is a top-ten quarterback, any measurement, but I think this guy has enough talent And there's going to be enough pieces there that he could lead the league in passing at 38 to one. That's really good value. And I would take that chance. I'm not going to tell you guys to bet them Super Bowl. I'm definitely not going to tell you guys to bet them to win this division. And I'm not going to tell you to bet them season win totals, but I will tell you week one opening night, Monday night football. Chad, we, we kind of love them. We, we kind of love, we don't bet Monday for the contest. So that's the only thing holding me back right now. We really don't do Mondays for the contest, but. Man, opening night in that stadium against the Ravens, overvalued Ravens.
0: whoo, It's that's, gonna be that's
1: very tempting.
0: It's gonna be really hard. The first time fans are in that stadium, you know they're, they're, as much as we can make fun of Mark Davis and and that world generally, there is something very special about Raiders fans, Raiders fans who had no chance to see their team in the first year in a brand new stadium last year. Uh, right now I'm looking at that line in the action network app. It's free. The Las Vegas Raiders, um, are plus four.
1: Uh, wow. Okay. So that's moving. It was five, five and a half. So that's moving people. That's moving down. Let that's, me, uh, that hold on. Sharp action.
0: Let me see. Let me make sure that I'm getting the right one. Four and a half at, at um, at FanDuel it's four and a half. So it's not bad.
1: That's not bad at all. And it's, again, I'm not here to say I think the Raiders are a better team than the Ravens. Chad, Chad, will explain it to you people. We we do weird things all season. If you're new to the show, we bet ugly. We have things called big, big Balls Bet of the Week. We have Foxhole Bets of the Week. We do a lot of stuff here that can make you feel very uncomfortable. But that's how we win. And that's, like, that's the whole point of this show is that's why I wanted to do. It's like – no one wins every year betting all these favorites, minus three, minus four. Like, that's just not how it works. You have to take these ugly dogs, and that's that's where you're going to make your money. So, I, I'm, I'm down on Vegas just because I don't think they have the defense this year. But in fantasy and in, in the gambling sphere and over-unders, like, like you know, I'm be betting this team's overs a lot of times. Like, if they're playing the Chiefs and their overs 50, I'm taking that over. every Every day, I'm taking that over. So, I'm trying to get people to understand here that this offense is way better than people realize. So just don't, don't just overlook Oakland just because Gruden's kind of become a joke. This, this team still has a lot of
0: talent on it or because they've moved to Las Vegas. Damn it. Let me summarize Kansas city. Under. We like, we like under 12 Los Angeles chargers, super bowl 33 to one go. But maybe wait because Sam Mantern also think they might lose to Washington in the first week and they'll get better odds after week one. Sixteen to one conference. go, 450 uh, 40, four, plus 450 to win the division. Go. Over nine. go. Denver bring a little
1: bit on them to be the number one seed. Check your local book. It's, it's really good value.
0: Oh, that's a good one too. All right. Denver is a pass all the way around. There's nothing there. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, we don't like any of the odds on anything. Um, But we do like Derek Carr, 38 to one, a little taste, little taste, little sprinkle, 38 to one to throw for the most yards in the NFL this year. I love it. Dude, we covered all 32 teams. So good to be done. We got through all 32 teams, which means um, next week we start making picks, baby. We get back to who we are. We get picking. And
1: if you again, Chad keeps talking about if you're new here, we came in 24th place, 61% for the season. We're pretty good at what we do here, Chad. So we are very good. Please check out the keep listening to the show all season if you're into making five picks every week.
0: We are very good at it. Uh, And don't forget, Simon has offered to give away one of his four biggest bets of the year. Uh, to anyone giving a five-star review. We will make the choice. It will be randomly chosen by Matt Mitchell, the producer. Um, But someone will win that. All you got to do is go give a five-star review of the podcast.
1: And you can make fun of me or Chad. If I laugh at it, I'm all about laughing at myself. I mean, look at me. Look at this face. You need to laugh at yourself. By the way,
0: last year, we did this every single week. We were giving away prizes to people every single week for reviews. The reviews were hilarious. We love to laugh at ourselves.
1: Yeah, so- please let me be your punching bag. As long as we laugh, you
0: can still win. That's right. As long as we laugh and it's five stars, you can win. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Nolan. This has been the favorites from the volume podcast network. Download the podcast from Spotify, from Apple podcasts, go rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday with our first look at our five picks for the NFL season, 2021. Till then love you.